Anthropocene, coming from the Greek word anthropos for man and kainos for new. It designates the considerable effect human activity has had on the planet since the Industrial Revolution, especially since World War II. This impact can be felt all the way into the deep layers of the Earth through atmospheric and soil pollution, the release of radioactive particles, and natural resource depletion. In this context, we have entered a new geological era, the Anthropocene. But more concretely, what does the Anthropocene really mean? And how is this idea reinventing tomorrow's world? I'm James. And I'm Amy. Together, let's decode the ideas that are shaping the future of sustainable construction. Constructing New Worlds by Saint-Gobain. Behind words, solutions, and innovations for a sustainable future. The Anthropocene is a phase in which humanity, at the origin of these disasters, cannot even be certain of its own survival. Yes, admittedly, this ending may seem tragic. But when it comes to urban planning, this theory has the particular advantage of making people face up to their own responsibilities while murmuring in their ear that perhaps all is not lost. Provided, of course, that they can learn to do more with less stop destroying the world, and restore as much as possible. In other words, if they drastically change the system. There's no clear consensus on when the word Anthropocene first appeared. But in the year 2000, a landmark scientific article was published by American biologist Eugene F. Stormer and Nobel Prize winner for chemistry Paul Crutzen. They explained that we had left the Holocene geological era and entered the Anthropocene era. While this is a notion increasingly used by scientists and currently permeating through every academic discipline, it remains at times poorly understood and the subject of much debate. What makes it so contentious? Well, at the global level, everyone now accepts that rising temperatures, atmospheric climate change, pollution, and biodiversity decline are due to modern human activity. What bothers some people is the affirmation that human activity has left a trace in the planet's geological history before such a hypothesis has been officially confirmed by international scientific bodies. Other scientists also refute the idea of blaming humans for harming Earth's ecosystems. This is despite the fact that out of the 8 billion individuals alive on the planet today, 1 billion alone produce about 70% of greenhouse gases, while the others pay the price for the damage caused. In short, the term remains controversial, but it's gaining ground far beyond the circle of geologists, especially in architecture and urban planning, where they've been talking about it since 2010. But is there anything to remain optimistic about? Well, what I mentioned were the tenets of a declinist point of view. But some people believe that the game's not over yet and are calling for a complete and authentic ecological turnaround. According to them, we can't merely rely on adaptation and mitigation to face the climate crisis. We have to approach things from a completely different angle and provoke a genuine cultural revolution. And it's urgent, because our cities are becoming more and more vulnerable to natural and technological disasters. The question remains, how can we build in the Anthropocene era? Well, there are already environmental norms and zoning plans, and... Don't elected officials already hold all the cards? Mm, yes and no. Thinking about the Anthropocene means going further still. It's above all about profoundly changing how human beings integrate into their natural environment harmoniously. 
Once we've understood that, this philosophy should translate into what anthropologist Bruno Latour called bringing us down to earth. That is to say, applying this approach at a grassroots level, in local communities, in our daily living spaces. And how is the construction sector adopting this approach? Well, it's starting very gradually with weak signs for the moment, but architectures, urban planners, engineers, and artists are finding more and more solutions and ideas centered around the Anthropocene. Some interesting projects include developing fast-growing plant-based materials and bioluminescence, which is light emitted by living organisms. There is also more focus on local renewable energy production, fresh water cycles and environmental corridors which allow animals to move about in the city. Hmm. But if over half of the world's population lives in cities and the number of urban dwellers should reach 6 billion by 2045, resulting in even more soil artificialization and pollution, what should we do? Well, it's true that worldwide urbanization over the last 70 years has thrust us into the Anthropocene. That's why urban planners are working hard to reinvent cities and finding new solutions to the problems they're causing. So we're all plunged into this new Anthropocene era, and it's clear that humanity must change its mode of living on this planet. Yeah. Inhabitants, as well as professionals in the construction sector, are beginning to change their points of view. The basic idea to remember is that we have to change our lifestyles to be more environmentally friendly. We must consider that buildings, neighborhoods, populations, and the fauna and flora surrounding us are deeply intertwined. We need to ensure that people can work, eat, and get around with as little energy consumption as possible, and live in harmony with other living things. Constructing New Worlds by Saint-Gobain. Behind words, solutions, and innovations for a sustainable future. 